Hello and welcome to podcast number two of the year. Edited highlights of what I got up to on radio. Just undoing myself a drink now because I'm going to sit back and listen to this as well. Got myself a drink. Enjoy some of the radioings that happened earlier today. I hope you do too. Mm. Ah, enjoy. This is what's confusing about life. You spend most of it being told that patience is a virtue and then Five Star do a song called Can't Wait Another Minute and make this absolute ton of money out of it. So... Which one is it? Which one? I get the same with pride. We're always told you should take pride in things, and as soon as you do, people go, pride, one of the deadly sins. We pick a side. Why do we have to? They don't do that with other deadly sins. They never say, you should be avaricious, but in a good way. If there is a good way to be avaricious. I actually don't know what avarice means. But other than that, I think I make a really good point. Johnny Hates Jazz and Spirit of Love, which I believe was one of the three ghosts in the adult version of A Christmas Carol. We look into that? Because it might not be. I might have just made that up. It's difficult to know, innit? Thank you for getting in touch. You can email, text, you know the usual thing. Especially the first couple of hours of the show, very loose when it comes to the chit-chat-related topics. Let's take it to the phones. Hello! Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. How's it all going there? Yeah, it's not a bit of bad news. Apparently, we splurged. Be <laughs> for yourself. Eleven point seven billion pounds on treat now, so Christmas. Treats? Well, that's good. You gotta enjoy yeah, a treat. I love a treat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you treated yourself? And what? And careful. What did you treat yourself to? Ah, uh, chocolate eclairs. Oh, lovely one. Oh. Mm. oh, lovely. I've got them downstairs at the moment. I've got two boxes in the fridge. A freezer and one in downstairs we two tucky to this afternoon. All right, ten bucks in the fridge, one in the freezer and one downstairs. I think we've worked out where most of that eleven billion was. Big shout out to Martin though, who this is on social media. Um for some reason and it's very difficult to explain why, but this has made me laugh. Oh, so yesterday we were talking about all the restrictions that Boris Johnson might bring in. And it turns out the restrictions uh, were not the main thrust of yesterday and Boris Johnson over his thrusting. And it mainly comes down to the additional testing that's going to happen. There are 100,000 critical workers who will do like a lateral flow and then somehow that will result into not having a pandemic where no one's at work. And Martin said, 100,000 critical workers to test daily. And for some reason, that's as stupid as you need to be to make me laugh. That's, yeah. I see in the news that Sakir Starmer has missed another Prime Minister's questions because of a Covid test. And I know that a while ago, Boris Johnson was calling Steer uh, Calmer, Keir Starmer, um, Captain Hindsight all the time because of, the, like, a, a rather dismissive vibe over the way that things were done. I guess someone said to him he should be more positive. Not in that way that, oh, honestly, the admin was asking what treats have you got yourself got yourself something nice james says i bought myself a beer advent calendar oh that's nice so i didn't have a drink every day on the way uh, up to christmas as that would have been irresponsible so i saved them all up and had them on christmas day the 24 drinks in a day is the responsible option is it can we look into that there's a story in the news that i actually heard about this morning it was in a podcast i was listening to when i went for a run and it was an uplifting story i like the stories that you get at the end of news bulletins the ones where you go and finally something about an animal and that's exactly what i got today there's me heading out into a cold crisp environment to go for a run 
and the newsreader was talking about how an injured hiker was saved by a dog who lay by him for 13 hours. Friendship and love between man and dog have no boundaries, it says in this version of the story. Mountain Rescue Services wrote on their Facebook post. So I'll, t- I'll give you the story. A man who was injured while hiking was saved by a dog who kept him safe. Uh, by lying on top of him for 13 hours until they were rescued. The eight-month-old Alaskan Malamut, moot, moot, probably not mutt, that would be offensive, wouldn't it? Uh, called North, uh, kept the hiker warm when he fell whilst walking in the Croatian mountains, according to local media reports. And I was listening to this story thinking, oh, that's nice, isn't it? Because this bloke might not have made it if it weren't for the dog that lay by him and kept him warm. And then that other part of my brain kicked him and realised the dog wouldn't have made it if it didn't lie on the injured human thinking, well, he's not in great shape, but he is the warmest thing around here. So that's all that happened. It's written on the internet like, oh, the dog, so selflessly, and if it weren't for the love between the dog and the man, the dog's thinking, for some reason, this idiot has taken me for a walk in the Croatian mountains, and then he breaks his bones. Well, looks like you've just turned yourself into a mattress, my human friend. So it just goes to show, if you uh, play me anything when I'm out for a run, I can turn it into a negative. Hello, Steve. With regards to the dog story, I must be as walked as you, because whenever I see about brave pilot saves plane full of passengers, <laughs> I think, hello, who's going to be who's going to be the first one hitting the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are terrible people, aren't we? Yes, you are. Slapping my wrist as we speak. <laughs> the shed's coming on nicely. I'm getting two shelves. So the question is, what would you put on my shelves? I got the shelves over here. Oh, I've got one of the shelves over here because they're the ones on the floor. So the dimensions of my shelves. One of them is a 50 centimeter shelf, but so you get all the dimensions. Um, it's, and do you, do you need? Well, the width, I suppose, is, hang on, how does the height work? Anyway, it doesn't matter about height, does it? It depends where I put it on the thing. 50 centimetres wide and 14.5 centimetres deep. That is not that deep. That is less than a handspan, I think, isn't it? 14 centimetres. Well, it depends how big your hands are. But smaller than mine. Big hands. Warm heart. Um, so they've got this one, 50 centimetres. And then there's the other one. This one here. This one's going up. This is only a 30 centimetres. Same depth and 30 centimetres. I'm probably going to put the bigger one on the left and it'll hang lower. Why break a habit of lifetime? So there's the options. You've got a 30 centimetre shelf and a 50 centimetre shelf, both of which are only 14.5 deep. What would you put on them? Me ideas, brainstorming. It's, uh, there are no such thing as bad ideas, but you could get very close. And th- there's a cost associated with this, of course. We were meant in this hour to be talking about a story that I found last night on the, on the internet of the... Um, uh, internet star who made £38,000 selling Trumps in a jar ended up in hospital because, I don't know, she pushed too hard or something, I'm not sure what it is. But <laughs> we've all had ideas of doing money-making schemes quickly and she clearly has good follow-through. Or not, it depends, I don't really know how it works. But we could have been talking about that. Instead, we're talking about my shed shelves. Your ideas of what I should put on them. I mean, I could actually try and buy a jar from this woman. Jar of... Why? I mean, the world has lost its mind. So, other ideas of stuff on the shelf. I'm not going to spend like a thousand pounds buying a jar with this woman's wind in it. No. Because you can buy a jar from Poundland and 
Many things smell that bad. There are many shops you walk past. You're like, I'm not sure about that. So no thank you to her. But any other ideas of what I should pop on the shelves? Time 107.5 with Lawson and Broken Hearted, including the lyrics, Here I sit, broken hearted, paid a penny and only... F- no, sorry, that's not that song, is it? That's- that was written on a wall. I remember that. In a small room somewhere. Anyway... Thank you for your messages about the shed. Uh, what's going to go on the wall? What should we call it? I'm trying to get my acronym sorted out. Although, Sandra says, Hi, Steve. Surely it's an iPod, an internet hub. Pod being another name for your shed. Just saying. I like it. And then she doubles down and says, Actually, iPod standing for inspiration pod being the shed. I'll keep working on it as I'm trying to do some proper work. Well, you know, you work hard enough. Pay more attention to me. But you're right. The only problem with that, Sandra, and I very much appreciate your your efforts here, but most of my technology is in the shed, like my voice-activated googly thingy, and I, so I can turn the lights on and the heating on by shouting at it. But if I do the okay Google, if I do that and then say turn on iPod, well, it'll turn on my iPod or something, won't it? So I like that. There are some words I might need to rule out because it'll confuse Google. But other than that, it's on the list need to issue him an apology paul says don't mention google on air my hub just replied to you with Bing. we will never know good comment i've had worse feedback um but also i take your point sorry for annoying you paul but it proves at least one person's listening to me not a person a google thing but yay listenership up the good old-fashioned way. Now, in the next hour, if I can really annoy Alexa, we can get some good figures on this. Let's see what we can do. I mean, Siri's already said she prefers listening to something else, but that's all right. All of the... Oh, man alive, that link has just wound up so many people, hasn't it? Sorry, sorry. I really... I should not be trusted. We heard in the news, like, an argument that was happening between Boris Johnson and Angela Rayner because uh, Sakir Starmer's been pinged again. He's He's tested positive. So he wasn't there, had another day off. Last time he uh, tested positive was when the budget was happening. I think he's, he's clocked onto the fact that if you just get a little red pen and draw it on there, oh, sorry, I can't come in today. Mm-hmm. But then when we heard Boris Johnson speaking, there was something strange about the way that Boris Johnson was talking, his intonation. Let's have a listen to the clip. The winter fuel payments, the warm homes allowance, what we're doing to support pensioners, the £620 million we're putting in to support local councils. I can't be the only one who thinks that was odd. Was he up against it time-wise? Is he on a meter? Because it's... He's either doing an auction or something, isn't he? He's waiting for someone just to, like, tap their nose and bid on how many hospitals he can open. The winter fuel payments, the warm homes allowance, what we're doing to support pensioners, the £620 million pounds we're putting in to support local councils. <sighs> All right, mate. Um, well... It feels like either that, or he's trying to get a job on Channel 4 doing the narration for the horse racing. It's got that kind of vibe. Which actually, I think, if anyone could do it, that'd be... Boris Johnson doing horse racing would be entertaining. Although, I suppose, with the kind of issues he has to deal with, he'd whoop through them in the same way. And they're off. And it's Christmas party excuse in the lead, closely followed by dodgy sleaze, costly wallpaper in third, and lockdown baby with liberal leader our neck and neck. Countless children still hanging on. And it's Hancock's handful bringing up the rear. Ted gets in touch and says, Did I hear right? Dua Lupo had a fight. Someone called him Usher. No. Let's try and see if we're going to unpick this one. Dua Dua Lipa uh, is a woman. Dua Lupo, no idea. Duolingo is an app. Does that clear that up? 
So uh, I think what you're referring to, and it was in the news, and you know what I'm like, I recorded the news. We can play the clip. It was it was not Duolingo, the app that had a fight. It was this. Jason Derulo has been filmed appearing to throw a series of punches during a scuffle at a Las Vegas hotel. Footage suggests he lashed out after being referred to as R&B singer Usher. Police say they responded to reports the star had committed battery against two individuals, but he wasn't arrested. He wasn't arrested, but it's a strong chance that Usher was. Maybe it's because I'm a child of the 90s. When I was growing up, I very much enjoyed the music of Nirvana because I was a right stroppy little thing. But the point is, it returned back to the news, that infamous photo on the front of the album. We all knew it was a very successful uh, album. Then there was a court case. Well, thankfully, because Sam keeps us up to date, we heard in the news the latest on that. The US judge has dismissed a child exploitation lawsuit filed by a man who featured on Nirvana's iconic Nevermind album cover as a baby. His claim was dismissed because his lawyers missed a deadline. Okay, well, it's interesting that that was the reason that the claim was not upheld, rather than the fact that he was a kid. You can't be recognised. But how is it? I don't know. If... If you, if someone can now these days, when you're 30 years old, see you and think, hang on a minute, I recognise, I recognise that naked person. Aren't you the kid from the front of that album? You've got bigger issues, even if it is a cold room. What else did we hear in the news? But he's since been given an extension. Well, that probably will help. We've been dancing around this news story all afternoon. Let's get stuck into it. Um, The 90-day finance star who made £38,000 a week... Trumping into jars has been hospitalised. I thought it was a stroke, she said. The former star Stephanie Matto recently shed light on her usual income stream. Don't call it a stream. Explaining how she utilised her 260,000 strong following uh, as a customer base to sell the pungent product. She broke wind into a jar and you could buy a jar for £756 a jar? I mean, you get the jar free, but still, you wouldn't want to use it again afterwards. Um, however, thing is, she might have squeezed out one too many. She sp- spoke to the press saying, I thought I was having a stroke and that these were my final moments. I was overdoing it. Stephanie, 31, recalled how... She, she didn't look 31, but then again, you don't want to get too close to you. Um, consumed three protein shakes a day with a huge bowl of black bean soup uh, before then feeling somewhat uh, not right with the pressure that built up in her stomach. So she breaks wind. She's messed up all her insides. Too, too much pressure. It like her, her inner tubes popped. Ended up going to hospital with it. She found it hard to breathe, which, on the plus side, at least you weren't breathing in. Because I imagine that's not nice around you. But she trumped in jars. People bought it. And I did say, look, it's not my fault that Christina Perry did a song called Jar of Hearts. Not that I'm going to sit around and do some sort of parody song about it. But if I did... It would sound like this. You used to say better out than in, but now you've done your innards in. And who are you trying to kid? Running round leaving skids, collecting your jar of farts. It's tearing you apart. You're gonna blow a seal Cause you had that spicy meal So who are you trying to kid? Please keep on that lid 
So that was your podcast. You've done it. Thank you for downloading it and then listening to it. The two main key premises that we're dealing with here. And the great thing about podcasts is that there's probably going to be another one. Get yourself subscribed and follow me on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen, whichever platform you're on. It's worth trying that as a username because it's probably me to quote Sting. Till next time. Bye.